Hi, welcome back to uh, episode 19. I don't think I'm going to call it the Jen Murphy show anymore because I was thinking about it and I think the word show gives you the impression there's going to be some entertainment. I'm not sure that's what's happening here. So uh, <laughs> I was thinking maybe it should just be Sunday night with Jen. alone in her apartment, uh, recalling all the emotions of the week. It took me a long time to hit record on this one because I just was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Because uh, uh, the only, and then I just told myself, I'm like, well, just record it and then you can, you don't have to put it out. So if this one ends up coming out, then Ah, I did it. And if not, if you're not seeing this till Tuesday, it means it didn't come out on Sunday and I deleted it and did another less vulnerable one on Monday. I had a week. Uh, uh, okay, I'm just going to be honest. I... had a guy that I was sleeping with off and on for the last year and a half. Um, that a lot of people would say was not good for me. I don't think my friends, well, the two friends I told. Um, it's a very confusing situation when Somebody is not good for you because they can't offer the emotional support or even, uh, it's just a, it's just a fuck buddy, I guess is what it is. But I loved this fuck buddy. I loved this guy a lot. Um, and I've tried to get rid of him several times and I think it's finally done now. But I think what I wanted to talk about, I've had other friends that are in this situation and I felt like I judged them like, oh, why are you going back? Why do you keep going back? And then you keep crying and then you keep going back. And then until you become that person, you don't realize just, uh, there's some people who can, and I'm not going to say it's all his fault. I kept going back. But there's some people who can make you feel just when you're with them in person, they can make you feel that it's just complete. Like they, the connection is just so strong in person that you're like, well, of course, this is something. But then they leave and then it's like, well, maybe it's not something because I'm thinking about them. But okay, I'm not going to do this one. This is stupid. Oh, God, I want to hit stop so bad. Um, okay, I'm going to try and power through it and I still might hit delete and redo it. 
I have a hard time believing that somebody is that crazy, manipulative. I don't want to say like psychopath, but there's got to be something. I don't know if it's them or it's me. I never know. I'm like, well, I guess I kind of signed up for this fuck buddy relationship. So is it me? Thinking this person is manipulating me or am I just, I'm just not a good fuck buddy. I'm just not somebody who can have sex once a month and then not really talk the rest of the time. I think it, I just, I'm not, a, I'm not a fuck buddy. I don't know why I, I try I try and put myself into that category as if I'm able to have casual sex when I'm clearly not, but then I just keep doing it over and over. Like, no, I'm good. I could be that person. I'm like, but I'm not. And I don't know if it's just a, I guess it's just a defense mechanism. Like if I, tr- if I keep convincing myself that I'm a fuck buddy person or a casual sex person, then I wouldn't have to actually be in a relationship and have to deal with all the stuff that comes with the vulnerability of being in a relationship. I feel like I'm fucked either way. Because if I'm in a relationship, if I really like somebody, I feel like I put way too much time into them. I spend too much time feeling like I have to be the person they want me to be or the, I don't know. Either way, I am just obsessed too much about either one. It's either I have casual sex and then I don't obsess about all of them. It's only if the sex is like really, really good that I'm like, but don't you like me? Shouldn't you be texting me every day? Basically, I'm only good at casual sex if it's very mediocre sex. But who wants mediocre sex? I mean, I guess it's okay one time and then you never want to see the person again. I mean, I think I've said it before. It's just like heroin, I think. Anytime you really get sex with somebody and then you're just kind of searching for that high again. Because sex feels so good in the moment, but it's fleeting. It doesn't stay with you. I mean, it's, I think it stays with you for a couple hours, maybe into the next day. You have really good sex, probably high the next day still, but that's about it. It's not an actual feeling you can like hold on to. But then relationships scare me because sometimes I feel like they're really good in the beginning and maybe the drug lasts longer, the high lasts longer. And then a lot of people in relationships, it's just somebody ends up taking you for granted or just like, there's so much excitement in the beginning and they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. She's here still. I'm not as excited as the first time we hung out. I feel like I don't lose the excitement. 
Because if I lost it, I would just stop dating you. But I feel like a lot of people lose the excitement and still just keep staying in the relationship or keep going out. It's like, I understand it's hard to break up, but. I don't know. I'm just so torn. I sometimes feel like I just don't know what's real or what maybe my brain is romanticizing. Like maybe I think this past fuck buddy was, maybe I only think I'm in love with him because I could only see him once a month. And the sex was great. But I don't really know the guy. I mean, I know him because it's been a year and a half, but I don't know him. I couldn't tell you a lot of stuff about him. And that's the one thing that really freaks me out a lot is I know the person I'm with in person. I know the other person that my friends perceive to be an asshole. And I feel like I don't know the truth. It's like, how could you know somebody for a year and a half and still not know whether they're a nice person or an asshole? Like, I still don't know. I'm like, it could go either way. I really don't know what he is. I don't understand knowing somebody that long and not knowing. It's like there's people I meet and within a week, I don't know if that's a sign that he's psychopath or I'm crazy. I have no fucking idea. This episode is confusing. I've been watching uh, Dirty John, the Betty Braddock shit story, and uh, like, I can completely relate. <laughs> that guy drove her nuts, or was she already nuts? I don't know. I'm really not one to blame other people ever. If things happen, I'm always, first thing is like, oh, what did I do? What's wrong? Am I perceiving this wrong? It's very rare with men that I'm just like, ah, fuck it. It's all his fault. He's an asshole. I feel like I probably do that more with women. I don't know what that says about me. I have a tendency to have way less patience with female friends than I do. I don't know why I give guys the benefit of the doubt so much. I guess it depends on... Uh, What kind of validation needs to be filled in me or something? I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. Am I really going to have to delete this? We've talked earlier about the challenge of 50 before 50. I'm retiring. And my partner, Christina, who challenged me, completely agrees with my retirement of 50 before 50. <laughs> I don't think it's what I want. 
I thought it was. Well, it was. It started out as a joke. I, I don't. I don't know if I ever really believed I was going to sleep with fifty before fifty. Although, as soon as the world started opening back up, I went on a little bit of a tangent. But I think I'm only going to keep doing myself harm. If I keep trying to convince myself that I'm the girl who, you know, has some drinks and hits on a man and takes her back, takes him back, you know, one night stand. I also really don't want a serious relationship. Maybe I do. I don't know. I want the serious relationship without having to spend every day with somebody. I need a lot of alone time. I need a long distance relationship probably. Or somebody who's very busy and works a lot, which I think that's what I, this past week, I had such a meltdown because I was like, I wouldn't be obsessing this much if I was just really busy. And then I started feeling like shit about my career and the fact that I have so much time on my hands. Cause I'm like, if I was a, like just extremely busy, just working all day. And then all of a sudden it hits like 9 PM. You're like, Oh shit. I forgot. I got these text messages from people. too much time on my hands. Maybe I need to change careers. I need to be, I need to be extremely busy. So I'm not focusing on people who are clearly not focusing on me. I also think though, you just, you need to take some, you need to take a responsibility. And if you're a guy or a girl, if you, if you know that somebody is like, has already said they love you or is clearly like way more into you than you are into them, like don't sleep, don't use them for sex. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm supposed to go out with a guy tomorrow night, or if you're listening to this on Monday, tonight. So we'll see. I'm a very nice person who isn't just trying to be a fuck buddy. That's a good thing. And it's also scary. I don't think he's trying to be a fuck buddy. I'll find out tomorrow. Um, I will say I think the more desperate I become for attention and the more guys I'm trying to get it from and the more people I'm just 
guys I'm just kind of throwing myself at and wanting to make out with the first night I meet him, all this stuff. I think the more, the more of that behavior, which, what, which is what I've had in the last two months, and I'll give myself a pass because I did go through COVID. I was alone. So yeah, I went a little crazy, but like the more I throw myself out, the lonelier I am. It's not filling the void that I think it's going to fill. So anyway, happy retirement to 50 before 50. We had a good run. I still got a couple years, so I can always pick it back up again. Still got that number. But for now, I'm going to try and fill my own void. <laughs> that sounds like the name of a porn. Fill my own void. I'm going to fill my own void. Thanks to my friend Christina who sent me a vibrator. I'm going to fill my own. No, just kidding. Not sexual. Emotionally. I'm going to fill my own void emotionally. It just requires work. It's only when I have no work to do, when I'm not working towards my career or doing, you know, going to visit family. It's isolation. Isolation creates neediness and a desperate uh, need for acceptance, needing some text messages, needing this fucking shit all the time. We'll say one good thing. I've done a couple shows this week and we are back to spitting in each other's mouths. I've had a lot of close talkers the last week. <laughs> I was, well, I guess we're back. Everyone says they're vaccinated and that's cool. I'm not necessarily scared of COVID. It's just funny. I mean, I'm vaccinated too, but I'm not scared of getting it now. I was before, but it's funny after so long to be talking to people so close again and just be like, I mean, I was already kind of scared of talk of spit, but not really. I didn't think about it that much. No, like, oh, your spit's flying. Not that I can see it, but you're close enough talking to somebody. That's what we all learned in COVID, right? All the little visuals they showed us, all the like invisible micro spits coming out and landing into our mouths. So I've basically made out with about seven people this week, I guess, to the equivalent. Not really lips touching, but you know, just through talk. I'd say it was probably five guys, two girls. So I'm bisexual now. Got a lot of spit in me. Feeling pretty good. Maybe it's like protein. Maybe we need other people's germs to survive. I don't know. I know I had it on my to-do list to paint my toes and I did that. It's a big thing. Sometimes you gotta write yourself a note to paint your toes. 
Well, I've talked before about how much I love sports and basketballs in the playoffs. And I will say I'm enjoying it very much. It is my new porn. Now I'm getting sad that it's almost over. Once again, another reason to just do work. So I don't need to focus two and a half hours of my day watching some hot men dribble a basketball. The things I do to distract myself. All right, this isn't a very long podcast. I feel like the beginning was weird, but it's always weird. When I'm trying to be really honest, not trying, I am being very honest. Then I feel like I don't have the vocabulary to express what I'm trying to say. And then I end up giving up on myself because I'm like, I don't know how to express this in words. I think the hardest thing sometimes is just like earlier today, I would just start crying. And then, like, and then in my head, I was just like, nobody understands. And then at the same time, I was like, of course, there's a ton of people who understand. But I think when I'm telling myself nobody understands, it's because I don't have a friend that I can tell that I feel like would understand. Of course, there's a ton of people in the world that have gone through the same thing and they totally understand. But putting myself in a situation, and like I said earlier, I've had friends that put themselves in that situation, putting myself in it, you feel like you can't reach out to your friend, your close friends, because they're just gonna be like, I've told you not to be with this guy. And they're right, but it is just like, that's when you feel, that's when I feel most alone and I'm sure other people do is when you're in so much pain, but too embarrassed to tell a close friend that you've put yourself in this much pain once again. <laughs> like really? Like if I'm on the outside looking into me, like, really? You did this again? After a year and a half of you crying like every other month, you just keep going again. I almost took it as a challenge. Like, no, I can do this. I kept challenging myself. You can do it. You can do it and you're going to be happy after. You don't have to get sad. And it's like, but if I keep getting sad, why am I doing it? Certain people are just addictions. It's happened to me. I, I, I have this theory that it happens every like seven to eight years, maybe nine years. Or just somebody comes along that you're just fucking destroys you. And it is like, it feels like an addiction. But there's also, but I, I'm not going to take it all on myself. I think there are some people that come into your life that you have a really strong 
when you're together, it's just a intense, strong connection. But if one of them doesn't want to be like a relationship person, then you still have that strong connection and then it's gone. So I'm not going to take it all out of myself. Like I'm just a freaking addict. That goes both ways, but it sucks to, it sucks to try and get rid of. And that's what I'm doing. I'm getting rid of it. And I've just told myself it's okay to mourn. It's like a death. I was in the shower earlier and I started crying. I'm like, it's okay. Cause if you try and fight it and be like, don't be sad. It's like, no, be sad. Mourn the passing of your fuck buddy. It's okay to have multiple funerals in the shower, wherever, on the treadmill at LA Fitness. I took a cycle class this morning. I don't usually cycle. It was really intense. It was hard. And the teacher was like, push through the pain. And um, I wasn't even thinking that it was, I was physically in pain, but I just thought of the emotional pain. And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, tears coming out while I'm cycling. I'm like, this is a really good class. I told the teacher after, you can, you can push somebody to emotional tears. That's a good teacher. But it's okay. It's all okay. Uh, all right. Once again, as I say every week, this was weird. Halfway through, 10 minutes in, I was going to hit stop. I was like, this is not working, as you probably saw. But I feel like that's kind of become my brand. <laughs> this is not working. That should be the new name. I want to change the name of this. And I don't know if it's too late or if that will disrupt the people that are getting it every week if the name was changed because like I said I don't know Jen Murphy show sounds so dumb I was just lazy in the beginning and I couldn't think of a name and I just I mean I shouldn't say I even couldn't think of a name I didn't even try that hard to think of a name almost yeah show the word show sounds so cheesy I'm not putting on a show. It should just be like mentally crippled with John Murphy. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been an adventure. I'm going to go back and see what happens to Betty Broderick. Because you know what? I think she's doing worse than me. So. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel better I'm joking uh, <clears throat> thanks to everybody that watches thank you for your comments on YouTube thank you for the people that have reached out to me personally you guys are awesome I really appreciate it and uh, I will see you next week bye